Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Caroline Darney joins us now on the Sports Huddle, 99.5-1027-FM, 950-AM. ESPN. Not sure we saw that coming on Saturday, at least, Caroline, that Virginia would clinch the ACC regular season championship. Everything kind of fell into place for the Cavaliers Saturday, didn't it? Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, I actually think the more surprising aspect for Saturday was was what Florida State did at Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. But I, you got potentially, arguably, the best performance out of Virginia in, in I'd say, probably the season. Um, in that game against Louisville, and it obviously could not have come at a better time considering the regular season title, which you know, some will say is not a thing or doesn't matter. Um, I think a lot of people just think that it does because it's harder to be consistently good across you know three three months of ACC play than it is. To, well, both are hard. Winning an ACC championship is hard too. So, um, but yeah, it was a, a great performance just all around. I think you got outstanding coaching you got really good execution and and you can't undersell what the unusual lineup (laughs) achieved in the second half um you know pushing a i think closer game to a i think they scored nine straight uh, when you put in that lineup that had mccoy and will defense and and morsell and it was really you know they were able to keep hauser and huff on the bench for a little bit for some rest and then i think he was like well i'm going to keep rolling with this lineup because it looks great so all in all i think you got to feel pretty good about that one if you're a Virginia fan. Yeah, and let's be honest, Caroline. Anytime Tony Bennett dances in a locker room, you know it means something, <laughs> right? He, he's yeah. he's not doing that after every win during the, during the season. No. So yeah, so I, I do think it, it really did mean something. As hard as this year has been for everybody, uh, yeah. this this one may be one of the more important regular season championships of the five that he has already won at at UVA. Yeah. And I would go back to this after the three game losing streak, they had a week off. There was a little bit of rumbling, like oh maybe they could they could squeeze in another game there that you know that they missed that they they could make up. But I think the best thing that happened for them was that week off after the losses to what Florida State Duke and NC State and then the comeback yeah. wins and, and knock off Miami and obviously a bigger challenge against Louisville. Don't you think that week uh, probably was very significant without any games? Yeah, I think it's good for you know one of the things that is so prevalent this season for me when I'm looking at all this stuff is not just physical exhaustion because I'm sure that obviously adds up over the course of the season you're playing all these tough games but then you throw in the emotional exhaustion of, you know, the NC State game was the first one where they didn't have any fans at JPJ. And, yeah, 250 fans is not a ton, but 250 is more than zero. Having your family there is better than not. And I think it was good for them to reset, have some time. And and I think you're kind of right, just kind of get right. And it was important. And it's easy to say in hindsight because you look at what, like, uh, UNC did, bringing in Marquette. Like, they wish they could take that back. Um, so adding a game against someone that you think might be, you know, just keeping you up to date definitely is not a sure thing um, in the 2021 season. So I, I think it really helped Virginia in the long run. Caroline Darney joining us on the Herman Allen Hotline on the Sports Huddle, uh, streaking the lawn contributor, talking some UVA college basketball. Sam Hauser leads the way with 24, his season high. How high up is he in the conversation and the list for ACC Player of the Year? And I thought, and it'll be interesting to see, you know, they announced first team and second team and third team just before I came on with you guys. And 
Uh, he did make first team, which is good. You know, Huff on second. Um, I thought that that performance might have gotten him a little bit more chatter in the ACC Player of the Year conversation. There are a lot of really good players this year. I think I think a, a case could be made for several uh, several guys this year. But the way that Hauser takes over games and you know just his shooting, I'm a, I'm very staunchly anti long twos. This is a known. <laughs> commodity for me I, i'm very much in the like take a three or take one that's a better percentage but he is trying to coax me into <laughs> loving the long two because his performance honestly like louisville played some really good defense on him it was one of those games that it didn't matter what they did um and and it just was he and not just hauser but just the way that virginia played like again it was that was they wanted to win the ACC regular season. And maybe people can feel, well, shouldn't they play like that all the time? And I don't think that there's you – know, I just I really was impressed with the way they came out and performed with something on the line and some pressure and executed. And to me, I would have voted Hauser player of the year, I think. Um, I think it's, it would have been between Hauser, Huff, and Moses Wright from Georgia Tech for me. I think he's been outstanding. I also rely really heavily on um, – uh, advanced analytical numbers. <laughs> I like more efficiency-based things. Shocker, someone who covers Virginia. Um, but I think those three were probably my top. Um, and how, that both Hauser and Huff have just played so consistently over the course of the ACC season. All right, so you've scooped us here on our own show this morning with all these oh, no. <laughs> announcements from the <laughs> ACC. And not that I wasn't listening to your every word, because I was, but I was scrolling through Twitter here and, and seeing all of the uh, the award winners. I guess are out this morning then, right? All of these are, are official from the ACC, right? Yeah, I'd only seen the first, second, third team, so if they announced any, oh, here they did. Yep. Yeah, they well, did. Moses Wright. You're getting this Wright. in real time, folks. You're getting this in real yeah, time. They are. I know. We're scooping ourselves right here on, on our very own conversation. <laughs> Welcome to live radio on a Monday morning. Right? But Moses Wright from Georgia Tech as uh, Player of the Year, and Matthew Hurt, Most Improved Player of the Year from Duke, uh, Jose Alvarado uh, from Georgia Tech, Defensive Player of the Year. So that answers our question there, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think Moses Wright was outstanding. And one of the things that, you know, some people like it, some people use it as a mechanism for this, some people hate it. Sometimes conference voting turns into, you know, coach of the year is, yeah, and Mike Young is an outstanding coach. And he had, I I was definitely someone that thought Virginia Tech would need a little bit more time just because of some of the turnover they had and all the different stuff going on. But where they played and how they did was so outstanding. A lot of, you know, the stuff that gets highlighted sometimes is like, oh, we expected them to be here, but they ended up here rather than, you know, that's, and that's a, something that we create as media. So it's kind of funny to see how that all plays out mm-hmm. and how it works. But I, I think Moses Wright is a deserving player of the year. And I actually agree. Alvarado is a pesky defender. For um, sure. And he, he does, he does really, really well. So I don't have any, you know, and if you can have a potential lottery pick coming off your bench for Florida state, like they do with Scotty Barnes, like, it's a pretty good six-man of the year. <laughs> uh, and, I, and I hear you, and I know you're a Virginia gal and all that. It probably hurts you to say that about a, a, a Hokey, but I do think Mike no. Young was <laughs> extremely deserving uh, of that yeah. honor this season and where they wound up finishing. It's unbelievable. Like, the way I – yeah, and it's a bummer because I think that maybe some folks – I include myself, like, when teams have these long layoffs, it's easy to kind of – it's kind of out of sight, out of mind this season because it doesn't remind you that, you know, oh, Virginia Tech just beat so-and-so or played so-and-so. 
Um, so it's hard sometimes to like keep all of the comparisons fresh and <laughs> remember who played whom and who beat whom and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. Mike Young is a really good coach and the way that he has them trending um, should get the attention of a lot of people in the ACC. I'll just say that. Absolutely. All right, let's finish it up, uh, Caroline, this morning with a peek ahead to this ACC bracket. And I guess uh, probably should start with Virginia and its first opponent, which will be either Syracuse or NC State on the top half of this bracket. They'll await the winner of that and will play Thursday. So they get a little bit of rest here uh, before they get it going on Thursday at noon. Yeah, it's always nice to get that double bye. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think actually either one of those teams, we just talked about NC State beating Virginia, um, you know, they're split one-on-one on the season. They have a couple guys on their team that can really take advantage of, you know, maybe a weaker interior defense that Virginia is working with this year. Um, and DJ Funderburk and, and, you know, the way that NC State plays is very physical and tough, so that's definitely going to be a tough matchup. And then you look on the other side, if Syracuse wins that game, a team that likes to shoot a lot of threes and you're playing the zone. So in that sense, Syracuse would have to hope that they're shooting the threes. Well, Virginia would have to shoot the threes well over the zone. Um, you know, I think either one of those would be a challenge and against two teams that are, you know, trying to make, that's the thing with ACC tournament. They're trying to make their resume uh, better as well. So um, that'll be interesting. And if everyone wins like they should, uh, if it goes chalk, then, you know, you could see a third matchup with that tough Georgia Tech team in the 1-4 game. So I, I think it is my favorite time of the year. Um, ACC tournament is my favorite. It's, a, it's the first time, I think, since 2014. I'm not going in some capacity, either covering it or as a fan. Um, so it's a little bittersweet, I guess. <laughs> Hopefully that's a one-year wonder and you're, you're back front, front and center next year. What do you think it's going to look and feel like on Tuesday, Tuesday of the ACC tournament, and here come the Duke Blue Devils out of the tunnel for a 4.30 Tuesday game? I was just going to say, like, I think the weirdest thing isn't going to be no fans. It's going to be that we have Duke on a Tuesday. Um, and, and so it, it's, I think it's going to be so strange Um just having been to a few games in person and how, you know, and I honestly think that they've done such a great job of trying to make it feel like the environment still, they're still playing the music. They've got the fake crowd noise and all that stuff, but I'm curious to see how it looks. I think the women's tournament looked great um, this past week and, you know, NC State got a really good win over Louisville yesterday Mm -hmm. in an exciting championship game. So I think it'll be fun. um, And it's, it'll be very interesting to watch coach K on a Tuesday. It's probably been a while. (laughs) Always, uh, yes, it has. Always fun and interesting to talk with you and uh, news breaking as it was this morning with the uh, all ACC teams announced. I'm going to gather all that during the break and come back and present it in a little bit better fashion. But I think we had some fun doing that and breaking that and talking about it this morning. We will ring your phone during the course of March Madness, I am sure, Caroline. Enjoy it. Thanks so much. Have a good one.